0: Hey, this is Mike hey this is Kaz and you are listening to two rope watch knobs you have made it on your horological journey all the way to episode 153 Michael what is up what is up (laughs) Sunday Sunday fun day we're recording a little later in the day
1: Sunday fun day later in the day (laughs) still not late enough for me to enjoy some wine like you seem to be doing
0: I have some fucking wine i i i becky and i my wife and i we went to total wine i have no idea i have no idea if total wine is like a it's like all over the u.s or not um I but think it's, so. ba- it's yeah. basically hold on i have to pour let, let me let me pour my wine in front of the microphone these fucking asmr nerds hold on can you hear that i can't <laughs> okay good that's all all I care about. My wife and I went to Total Wine uh, yesterday, technically, and um, we just fucking went insane.
1: We just I, heard, I hear I heard that screw top too.
0: It's a screw top, yeah. <laughs> I don't give a shit what people say. It Fucking makes my life a lot easier because, dude, every time I, I, was, I, have to... I was
1: just I was just thinking, I'm like, is this is this podcast getting a little highbrow? And then I heard the screw top. The
0: screw top, man. Yeah, <laughs> just screw it. screw it on. It's good. No, because the problem I'm is every judging. time I have every time I have like a wine with a cork. I like I try to think of a way to explain to people very succinctly that I'm an idiot. I actually that, that that phrase is perfect. I'm an idiot. So every time I try and do the cork thing with the with the wine screw, I get fucking pieces of cork in the wine and then I gotta pour it out into a cup and pick it out like a piece of shit and like I can't just I can't just get the wet stuff in the glass into my face so I can forget the life that I've chosen. Like that those are my drinking priorities for me. It's not picking cork out of wine. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: Yes. So, so, yeah, we went to Total Wine yesterday. Got a whole bunch of shit. Got a whole bunch of, like, um, like, like, like liquor staples because we have, like, a little bar cart. So, yeah, I'm drinking wine. I'm drinking something from Columbia Valley, which I think is supposed to be in That's Washington. Here. Yeah. Talcott. Cool. Talcott sellers. Cabernet Savignan. Savignan.
1: Let's pivot to being a wine podcast. I'm sure those are out there. I'm sure there's but no competition in that space. Are you
0: kidding me? We would be the... Sh- we, actually, this is actually perfect. We would be the TBWS of wine podcast. So we're already the TBWS of watch podcast.
1: Oh, that's perfect.
0: Do you want to be the TBWS of wine podcast? You're listening to the last episode of the
1: two-proquestion.
0: <laughs> we're going to do an old-fashioned pivot, guys. <laughs> if you fucking like wine... We probably do. Uh, but here, this is going to be a lot of fun. Episode 153. Um, mm-hmm. This episode is actually a huge shout-out episode. So a couple of episodes ago, we did uh, the Q&A special for our huge milestone, 150 episodes. And one of the questions we received was actually um, one that we felt wasn't really a quick, like, answer it was like okay this person's question is a whole fucking episode so huge motherfucking shout out to GMT chrono dive GMT chrono dive this was your question and Michael and I thought best to do this as a whole fucking episode so GMT GMT chrono dives there you go GMT chrono dives question was what would be your ideal space air land and water for watch collection and thus tbws watch fam episode 153 the ideal Four watch collection for space air land and water michael and i have each chosen a watch we felt um kind of fit the criteria i do want to i do want to like 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 disclaimer mine in saying these are just the ones that i feel fit the moment now if you if you fucking ask me what the ideal four watch collection for air land water and uh, space is like next month. I'll probably choose different watches, but um, yeah, you this know, you know what
1: I'm saying. Yeah, I, I'm sure we we've done similar like ideal like collection episodes before. Yeah, all that stuff has been talked Ooh. about. Um, this is also like kind of a riff on the diver driver flyer thing, but with exactly like, an expansion pack. Um, you know, so this is as of late 2019. Um, also, I didn't. I don't know about you, but I picked. I didn't pick any watches that I currently own.
0: I do not own any of these. Wow! Uh, oh, no, that's a lie. I technically own one of these watches.
1: Okay. Okay. We'll see. We'll see how this goes.
0: But um, I also kind of went out of my way to choose watches which people wouldn't normally think of, because I, no. I, I I thought it'd be a lot of fun to do that as well. Awesome. You know. So that is the so episode one fifty three ideal for watch collection for space, air, land, and water. Uh, I also tried to like. Think of scenarios within those things because that's space, air, land, water by themselves are kind of like you know generic or not generic, but like they need to be contextualized a little bit. So to kind of help me out, I I, I kind of superimposed sort of you know narratives around that, um, which I think I've done similar instances uh, before. But um, but here let's do this before we get into the main topic. Let's honor, uh, let's honor tradition. Let us let us B L T. Let us do. An audio risk check. You should go first because I'm talking way too much. I'm wearing I'm not, wearing, good old... I'm, 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 I'm not wearing anything special anyway, so.
1: Okay. Oh <laughs> well, I'm wearing something special. Hmm. Uh, I'm wearing the Omega Speedmaster. Um, oh girl. Which is not on my list. Uh, oh. So I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything. Um. Yeah. Again, I I don't know. Do you have Do you have those watches that you like? Absolutely, know Will never leave your collection. But at yes. the same time, you know you don't wear them enough. This is still that
0: watch. For me, it's the Big Zero. I haven't really worn the Big Zero in a while. I don't think. Yeah. But I, I know I'm never. I'm never taking it out of my collection.
1: I guess. I guess that's just that just happens with with some watches. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I, I pulled this one out for like a special occasion uh, this this morning, and I I think um. I think that's that watch. You know, I just. Well, I kind of, I wear it sparingly, and um, you know, s- still enjoy having it. You know,
0: we so obviously, you know, Speedmaster, Mega Speedmaster, the Space Watch, all that stuff. we were actually talking about this in the in like in our pre-call. I say pre-call like it's this formal, like 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 formal thing. It's just Michael and I talking about our genitals for a half hour to get that out of the way before we get on air. I mean, it's our, realistically, it's our,
1: scrum, our morning scrum. It's our,
0: it's our morning scrum, Mike's our, Mike's our certified scrum master all right um (laughs) (laughs) what's i gonna say what do you because i want to get everyone's opinion on this you made you made a great you had a great question how many more what was it like history of the speedmaster articles do we need what was it yeah
1: i i was just you know kind of before before like you know hitting record we we do like a quick browse of like news watch industry news and I think yeah. I, I saw another article. It's like the history of the Omega Speedmaster. I, I just, we we know. Besides it. Omega, besides yeah. Omega, shoving it down our throats. I mean, I think we kind of get it. Um, <laughs> you know, some some watch websites are really like really grasping at straws for the uh, the content that they're putting out these days. Well, but,
0: it's uh, well. It, it's probably that. It's probably like you know content is content ideations thin right now but maybe also in their minds it's like oh you know maybe some people don't know it if you're like new to watches but that said you can just do like an editorial reposting of something you've already written
1: yeah yeah which which i i actually would almost uh, appreciate with like a, a note from the editor um yeah. you know kind of drawing drawing it together for like uh you know readers today as opposed to when it was first published but anyways that's a that's a whole different discussion until <sighs> until you until you guys find the buzz aldrin uh Speedmaster and we don't want to
0: hear it. from you <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but but the, i mean at the same time it's good that we have so many like resources out there for the sake of education um and it isn't just omega kind of telling us that this thing is cool because it went to space or anything but
0: um, you know what it reminds me of? Did you ever? Did you ever watch Seinfeld?
1: Uh, very scattered. Yeah, I never like religiously kept up
0: with it. Do you ever? Okay, well, you then you don't you don't know the reference Uncle Leo with the space pen.
1: No, no. Yeah. <laughs> he
0: had this space pen, and he was He was just he was just so enamored. Was like 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 it was in space. It writes upside down, and like it's just like I don't know. For some reason, every time I hear. You saying that we're having a shove down our throat just remind me of Uncle Leo and the space
1: pen. <laughs> I used to have one of those space pens. I completely they, totally totally lost it.
0: Are they really that cool or is it just like eh?
1: They're really small, they're really expensive, and super easy to lose. That's Apparently, about all yeah. I remember about that pen.
0: I think I think the story was debunked, but I always love telling it. You know, you know, you know um during the space race how the Soviets solved the issue of the space pen, right? Pencils? They just use pencils. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole—if you're not familiar—the whole thing with the space pen is that in zero gravity, the, the a ballpoint traditional ballpoint pen won't work because it has to rely on gravity to push the ink towards the actual um, point of the pen for you to write. So if you, you you can't write if you don't have gravity, essentially. Yeah. And so NASA—I guess it was fucking—I have no idea. I guess it was NASA developed the technology for a pen to write, you know, without without gravity. And so the story—and they spent millions of dollars. And like resources and people spent time doing it, and like the joke was—and I have no idea if this is true or not—I'm sure someone out there is more in touch with Soviet history than Soviet space history than I am. Cosmology history, and uh, but the but the Soviet solution was just to use a pencil. Yeah, <laughs> which I totally love. Ugh, man, so good. But yeah, I'm I, I'm happy wearing that Speedmaster. I want I want to spend more time with that thing next time I see it. Let's 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 do the most. Unfair watch trade of all time. I'll trade you since you mentioned you hadn't hung out with it last week when we talked. I'll trade you my Invicta Pro Diver for your
1: Speedmaster. Sold. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> yeah. No, Sold. It's, it's, I posted a photo of this uh, Speedmaster <sighs> also, and somebody was like, "Oh, um it's not as it's not <clears throat> as beat up looking as as you say it is." and um you know that's because i give this watch the spa treatment in lightroom <laughs> <laughs> the the instagram the insta model um kind of airbrushed look <laughs> so yep. but it, it is it is pretty uh it is still pretty well worn um i don't baby it and i, I think this is a great watch to just like not purposely beat
0: around but it, it can take whatever you throw you don't it have at. to worry about it you know what i mean
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, for for those that are just hearing about this one for the first time, it's thirty five seventy dot fifty reference with the caliber eighteen sixty one. So cool. Standard kind of nothing special Speedmaster with the Hesalite.
0: Yeah, it's the plain Cheerios of the Speedmaster family. Not Honey Nut Cheerios. Not ancient grain Cheerios. Yeah. It's just fucking Cheerios, man. That's Absolutely. kinda how I see your Speedmaster.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's that's totally fine. I mean, really if, if these are supposed to be looked at as these sort of oh, uh, like issued tools, um you know, there really shouldn't be much uh ornamentation.
0: Yeah, true that. What do you have on your case bag? Is is, is it is it is it the weird horse thing?
1: Yeah, it's the hippocampus uh I was a hippogriff, which is not what it hippogriff. is. Hippogriff. <laughs> it's got the uh, flight qualified by NASA for all manned space missions the first watch worn on the moon um, so cool you know. but at the same time Casio's have that same certification so anyway <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great uh, my turn? yeah, what about you? not wearing anything new I'm just wearing a TBWS staple and wearing the Christmas chrono the Orient Neo 70s uh, solar quartz Christmas Chrono. Last December? week we talked. That's it's a... December, man. Yeah, it's this it's it's this I think it was last year. Yeah, no, it was last year. It was two years ago. I did my first successful Watch fast with the Orange Christmas Chrono during the month of December. And it was fantastic. Nice. <laughs> <coughs> Fuck. It it's was like a really, December really cool.
1: December tra- tradition.
0: I get. well, I mean, maybe I guess should I? It's I'm right in time. I could do you, another you watch fast.
1: You don't have to. I don't want to pressure you pressure I'll, I'll let the listeners do that
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah i Let you guys pressure me doing things I don't want to do but uh, what was I going to say yeah you know Orient saves Christmas Chrono limited edition uh, they made a thousand of these for Christmas in Japan 2016 JDM so uh, for a while they were hard to find but I guess uh, some digital listeners who heard about the watch here and were fans of it were able to find them online like, I, I know of two folks that have found them so you two gentlemen I believe it was two guys are part of a very exclusive club of TVWS Christmas Chrono owners. How cool is that, right? Two guys, one watch. Two guys, two guys, one watch. Available for our Patreons at the yeah, no, right. That'd be great. But um, you know, I'm just wearing it now. Have it on the bracelet still. Um, you know, we talked last week about some um, new Orient uh, Diver releases, uh, Orient Star Diver releases. Uh, and it kind of got me thinking maybe I want to get one of these well alongside those Diver releases there was also the ones that I shared with you on the TBWS Slack it's uh, those Open Heart um, Orient Star like Diver they, they don't have fucking names yet one of those
1: a very serious nobody's nobody's heard of yeah, no one's fucking except talking except for, for on the show <laughs> yeah
0: dude no one's fucking talking about them except me so I at the time of you hearing this there should be a write-up on the site about those and if there's not send send me all your angry emails um but they're really really cool it's also pretty interesting because orient star doesn't really do divers it's been several years since we've seen an orient star diver and so to see approximately seven or eight divers now that's 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 two different lines and four or five different colors a piece uh representing you know i think approximately eight to ten new um, uh, divers in the Orient star line it's pretty freaking cool and so there's one that has really deep uh turquoise much deeper turquoise than the orient star um and than, than my orient neo 70 christmas chrono I, I i i think i slacked that one too i i think I might get that one it is christmas soon. Yeah. it is christmas treat yourself it is my birthday my birthday is during december that's true. Your birthday is soon, so I can just lump I can just lump my birthday gift and my Christmas gift into one gift. Just call it a day. Perfect. You know. Um. So yeah. So so my wrist check is over, but I did want to talk a little bit about you know me looking at that, looking at that uh, new Orient Star uh, Orient Star diver, and I, I I can I can hear I can hear many of you now, yelling at me. What about the Omega State Master Professional 2541.
1: Hey, yeah, I yelled at him already.
0: He yelled at me earlier. Really. <laughs> That's how I know you guys are probably yelling at me. I don't know. I mean, um that watch is still cool, but it, I still really, really want it, but when I saw this new Orient Star like release occur, it pulled me in. And I I I, I think the one that I'm looking at is like seven or eight hundred USD. Um so it's and these the quartz um, Seamaster that I'm looking at the Goldeneye the Goldeneye Seamaster Professional two five four one like fourteen hundred bucks most likely. Right. Uh, so if I were to spend seven or eight hundred bucks on this Orient Star, obviously that's like taking me further and further away from getting the Seamaster Professional. But is that a bad thing? I don't know.
1: And these these are um, so I'm on Orient Watch USA. Dot com slash collections slash yeah, gonna, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you're gonna see it there
0: Michael.
1: <laughs> so that that means then that what the one you're looking at is like JDM only I
0: suppose most likely yeah I've, I've only seen it on Japanese websites
1: I'm just I I, I like I like the stuff that Orient Star puts out I, especially like um the one that you have now mm-hmm. um oh, GMT. It, yeah. It, it's kind of like the same thing with uh with the Seiko prospects line before it became really important for Seiko you just can't really anticipate when something new is gonna come out so you, you just like stumbled on those watches just by chance
0: I so there's a thing that I do I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever talked about this there's a thing that I do I go to Rakuten global Rakuten probably once a week and I just type in orient star and I scroll through and I see if anything looks interesting, <laughs> and then that, that's how I found that's how I found these fucking uh, that these watches existed. So I did that. I saw one. I found a reference number in that um, global global Rakuten listing, and then I just started just Googling and then digging for information. And that's yeah, that's how I found.
1: Let's take a look. Wow, they carry a lot of watches on this. I've never I've never seriously used
0: this website. I never, I've never purchased from it. I use it for research. Oh, gotcha. You know. Oh yeah, this is a
1: lot of models that are not on the USA website. Yeah, dude. Holy cow.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know what I mean. So, um, and so, and so most, you know, so I'm very familiar with what's out there at Orange Star, but not openly available in the U.S. And so, when I saw one of these new divers for the first time, I was like, oh fuck, that's pretty cool. And then, yeah, I kind of fell into a Hmm. into a, a Google tornado. NATO sinkhole, and he started just you know researching and um, figured out that no one was fucking talking about these things, and they were released back in August. Wow. You know, so yeah, I don't think I've ever talked about that. That's my like, that's one of like the weekly watch rituals I have these days.
1: <laughs> this website's like burning my eyes. It's not it's it's, it's
0: it's not really the best designed uh, website. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is <laughs> a lot going on
1: there's a lot going on
0: yeah oh boy
1: telling well, you well that's but good yeah. stuff i mean if, if you're gonna if you want to go for it just you know go for it uh, the the only thing that sucks um and i guess this goes for a lot of orion star or all of orion star is that you're not really gonna know how much you like it until you have it in person Correct. in your hands yeah so.
0: The same risk I took with the Orange Star uh, GMT, WZU071DJ. Okay. I had no idea what the fuck that watch was going to be like until I got it.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, it's worked out for you in the past, and I I, I think folks would be lying if they told you they've never done it with a watch, um, especially like Seiko's. You know, people buy them sight unseen all the time. I, th- so. I, th-
0: I think it's one of those, even though I try and tell people to never do this, I do think it's like a rite of passage yeah. as a modern watch family member, especially if you're buying something, um, if you're buying, I, I mean, like this doesn't really count, but if you're buying like a, like a, like a Soviet watch, like a vintage Soviet watch on eBay, or if you're buying something that's JDM or um, something that you just would never really be able to see in person here in the States, you know, you, you do have to take that leap of faith. Um.
1: Did you feel that way about the samurai or did you try that on Excuse before, me. before, like buying. It.
0: I did not try it on. I just jumped on that. So, so if you're not familiar, Michael is referencing. I had the um, when the Blue Lagoon Samurai came out. Uh, oh man, it must have been a couple of years ago now. Jesus, two or three years ago.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, it was eh, two years. I think maybe. Jeez. Who
0: knows? Yeah, um, when that wash was announced. I uh I, I scrambled to try and get it, and so I ended up calling the uh, Seiku boutique down in Miami when Joe Kirk was still down there. I think he's up in New York now, um, and so I don't know who's running the boutique down there and in, the, in the design district. And um, I gave him a call, and I'm like I'm like, hey man, Kaz, blah blah blah, I need to get this fucking watch um and and they were able to after like it was sold out everywhere and i couldn't get nothing and blah 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 they were able to get me one and so i had the sake Blue lagoon samurai for a while so yeah that was definitely a big leap of faith um because i'd never i'd never worn a samurai case or anything like that but i just fell in love with the colors of the blue lagoon where i'm yeah, like you know what's
1: what? a risky case to <laughs> not try it on. works
0: <laughs> yeah i mean it, for me it worked though it, it, and i know that case doesn't work for everyone i think you also don't like that case um for me, it totally worked. I don't have the watch anymore though, because uh, during my aggressive watch purging, uh, the, 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 the the Stalinistic culture purges of my watch collection, mm-hmm. um, I ended up getting rid of the watch. I still love it. Um, it went to a listener of the show, but I just I just didn't wear it, and I'm like, you know what, man, this watch is too cool to not wear. So, uh, let me pass it on to someone else and everything like that. So, but, yeah, yeah, that
1: was that was a big deal when those came out because it was the first time that Seiko was selling them since the last models were discontinued and those i think were titanium Mm -hmm. um and crazy collect collectible now um so yeah that that um that blue lagoon series was the first time they were out in the market uh for a while
0: pretty cool man pretty cool yeah let's see let's see what happens with this uh this new Orient Star uh, Diver I got my eyes on. I gotta somehow get it on a bracelet. There's uh, when they, when they were released. I, fi- I discovered there was a limited edition version of the one that I want on the bracelet. The one that's not limited is on this, this like crocodile leather strap. And like I don't want my dive watch on a croc leather strap. But when the but when it was announced, there was the uh, limited edition on a bracelet. But those are all sold out now. So there's no way I'm gonna find one of those new. So Gotta figure out what. Like. So I, I, I maybe I'll just buy two, one that has the bracelet, but like in another dial color, and just put that one on the dial color that I like, and just throw the other one away. What do you think?
1: Just, wait, just throw th- it away. Throw the watch away.
0: Yeah, throw the watch away that I'm not wearing. The one that's not the dial color I want, but that has the bracelet.
1: You know, I think uh, some people have repurposed uh, Uncle Seiko bracelets to fit onto Orient's. So he does. He, I think he makes a couple. Huh. I know he makes a, like a beads of rice for the um, the Mako and the Ray.
0: I don't well, know. Uh, I don't think the cases are the same though. But maybe there might be some kind of aftermarket option for me. Yeah, yeah. Keep an eye out. You know. But here, let's let's do this. Do you want to talk about the ideal? So this this, this concept from again, shout out to GMT Chrono Dive. I keep saying Drive, Chrono Dive. Um, ideal for watch collection for space, air, land, and water. Do you want to take it in that order? Space, air, land, and water? I think that's actually a pretty cool order. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, that's why I told my wife what we were um, what we were doing today uh, this morning and she's like space, air, land, and water. Like land doesn't make sense. You're always on land. Um, <laughs>
0: Correct. That's why that's why I had to create like like I had to contextualize it by creating a scenario for the land watch. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, but otherwise we, otherwise it's like, oh okay, I guess a watch would be the land watch, like any watch, but like no, I had to create like a specific because like, otherwise it wouldn't make any sense.
1: Right. Yeah, but you it's know? it's a it's a it's a fine exercise and um you know
0: I, I I like I like my choices. Um Let's do this. Let's do space first. What did you choose? I suspect we may have actually chose the same thing. So I picked the X33. We chose the same fucking watch. Let's let's talk about. <laughs> I kind of I kind of had a feeling, and
1: this is, it's funny because the, it was the first time that I guess Omega really settled into the new rep, reputation that they mm-hmm. had surrounding them. Um, you know, again, the Speedmaster was initially intended as like a, a race car driver sort of thing right um, you know competing alongside the Daytona and El Primero and things like that um oh maybe, maybe not El Primero yet but um yeah the X33 if you look at the feature set of what it can do uh, that's that's actually t- the watch that I'm going to want <laughs> if I was in space yeah dude
0: uh, it's pretty fucking incredible um yeah yeah i take- don't understand
1: they, they take they also take a hit like used because they, really? they have like the x33 like Skywalker now and they they have a couple of like annie digi uh looking speedmasters today and they're really expensive. So this but is the, interesting. The very first, the very first X thirty three, you can you can still get it at a reasonable okay, price. Okay,
0: you're talking about the first X thirty three because the one that I found, I think, I guess they're calling it the Skywalker, which I refuse to call it. That's a ridiculous name. Oh, I okay, watch. <laughs> okay. So, so like,
1: you're 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 thinking the Skywalker?
0: I because that was the one that I saw, and like I was reading the features. Are the features the same between the two?
1: Uh, the core features, I'm sure, are are totally the same. I think the Skywalker. Uh, they've repurposed it in some cases to be like a regatta timer. Um, the one that I picked initially was just uh, the just the regular X33, yeah. and then I think there are two gen. There's like a Gen One and a Gen Two. Um, but yeah, the the Skywalker came um, as like a successor to the X, the original X33
0: well what i thought was cool was the differentiation you can do be- between phase elapsed time and like mission elapsed time which i yeah. didn't know what that meant until i researched it that's mm-hmm. fucking awesome is that something that's in the first gen x33 as well yes yeah okay, so you can okay. you can have but like the skywalker bullshit i'm just gonna i'm just gonna open up a tab for the first gen
1: x33 yeah because this the skywalkers the, i think i think that watch is pretty damn expensive these days um like I'm not, you, I'm not you, you can it get skywalker you can get a gen one uh uh, or Gen 2 X-33 just for, like, a hair over, like, 25, mm. which is not cheap, but, you know, if you want a Speedmaster and you want something that's a little bit more in line with what guys and gals are actually taking up there. Yeah. Um, so we have, like, uh, we have a space museum here, like, next to Boeing, and there's, there's an X-33 on exhibit there. So
0: that's so cool. But
1: you can you can track a different time zone. You have a chronograph. You yeah. have like the loudest alarm in the history of digital watches. Um that's no joke. I think I think somebody measured it. Um, yeah, it's an 80 dB, 80 decibel like
0: alarm. For a frame of reference, what <laughs> what like like what is that comparable to? Because I have no idea. Like a like a car horn?
1: I don't know. Decibel measurements. Let's see. Let's see. There's got to be a chart somewhere.
0: There's probably like an audiologist like yelling at us right so, now.
1: So, uh like busy city traffic is like 85, a hair dryer is 90, rock concerts like 105. So, it's so like somewhere be- between like uh like busy city traffic and hair dryers. <laughs> Pretty I mean, think, crazy. think about like the average Casio alarm, but this thing is beeping like at that tone, but that as loud as a hairdryer. <laughs> almost. Um, so I would, I would choose that. And of course you can, you can start your, uh, mission elapsed time, you know, just keep it back, switch to a different mode. You can, uh, measure, I think three different time zones, if I'm not mistaken, um, mm. multiple time zones,
0: um, this thing here, it's uh well this is okay, this is the the newer X33. I refuse to call it the Skywalker. That's just I don't know who named this watch. I'm not calling it that. Uh local time, second local time, and then UTC. Okay. So That's what it says here. Yeah. So I guess that's three time zones. It's got a chronograph. Um, chronograph.
1: Yeah, you know, what I, I that would that would take care of so many of the other traits. Also, I'd want like like if I had a four-watch collection, I pick something now, and you know folks will say like, "Oh, where's your chronograph? Or where's your multi-time zone watch? Where's your alarm watch?" It's all in this one,
0: <laughs> right here, nerds. Um, and at so, the same
1: time, it does it does have the same historical ties to space and so space this
0: newer Absolutely. I, yeah, I don't understand. Like if you, because the whole the whole thing, because we talked about like. In the beginning of the show, like history of the Speedmaster, how those articles are like still popping up because I guess they're trying to romanticize the link between the Speedmaster and space exploration and all that stuff. Wouldn't you want something that was actually an astronaut tool? Well,
1: this thing is butt ugly, Kaz. The watch is, is also is like quite it is quite <laughs> horrific looking. I think I think that's what <laughs> I think that's what the X thirty three has working against it. Yeah. And I used to think I, I didn't pay attention to the watch before, uh, until I saw the Gene Cernan documentary, um, and he's yeah, the the last. I think it's called the Last Man on the Moon. It might still be on Netflix, but uh, I he's talking he's, about this. he's wearing the watch um, throughout the documentary, and it just looks so cool,
0: man. Um, so the new X thirty three, I think it's between three and four thousand dollars. It's a lot of donuts. Yeah. How much is this first gen slash second gen 33 three you're talking about let's see that's uh
1: oh it's been a while since i've been on watch recon
0: that watch recap feels good x33 like coming home man so
1: i'm seeing one on the bracelet a gen 2 pretty mint for 1950. it's like half the price yeah there's one for 16.95 on the bracelet Um, so actually less than what I paid for, for mine. Uh, again, I think, I think folks just don't like the looks. Um, it's not definitely not the prettiest watch. No. Uh, but I, I think if, if I were, um, I don't know if I was going to fit a space theme watch in my collection. Um, and I didn't want to cheat and get like a Casio, which you, you could do that. That could fit in a lot of these features anyway. Um, but, um, I don't know. I, I, I find this watch exciting and uh, severely overlooked.
0: It's a proper tool watch because it also. You, I mean, because it's ugly, I think probably speaks to the fact that it's a stronger "quote unquote" space tool, like astronaut tool piece, than the, um, like the the mechanical Speedmaster, like like your like yours with the eighteen sixty one in it, because they didn't really give a shit about making it look
1: good. Well, it makes me wonder if it was ever even planned for retail. I, I don't know I don't know much know. about it but you know I, I the Speedmaster you know was out in '57 already and I guess the dudes that were testing watches for for the missions just like picked up a Speedmaster from a store. Um, this thing I think was being developed you know behind the scenes and maybe that's what happened maybe it was never intended for retail at first which is why we have something that is like 100% purpose built and designed. Really, actually, like function over form.
0: <laughs> yeah. Isn't it crazy how that stuff happens? How, like, people in these pivotal positions, they do something which to them is like, oh, I just need to do this thing. It's really small. And it just has, like, c- good consequences, like, down the line forever. He just, this person just grabbed a speedmaster. Or, 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 I, I don't know how the fuck it works. This person just wore a speedmaster because they just needed a watch. And, like, look, look what we're dealing with now. Look what they did. yeah You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Actually, the prototype uh, for Tello, if, if there's one article that I'll like, kind of a Speedmaster history article that I'll tout on this show, it, they have a. They have a good one. They have a pretty good um, article called "Why the Speedmaster X33 Matters." Nice. Um, it's pretty in depth, and I actually sure. think you'll you'll see some photos <clears throat> of uh, the prototype with the like the round screw down pushers mm-hmm. um, before they put those like squarish ones on it. And you might even see some photos of it. Oh, yeah, here
0: it is next to a Skywalker-looking
1: thing. Skywalker. I'm not calling it that.
0: (laughs) Dude, I was in the hardware store the other day because I had to pick up something to put that fucking filter under my sink I was telling you about. And this hardware store, they also copy keys. And um, there was a couple in there... They must have been newlyweds. I don't know what, but they were younger um, and you know they still seemed happy. So I'm just assuming they were newlyweds. And so I walked by them and they were, sitting, they were standing in front of the keys because they had to copy um, a new key. And they were discussing which keys they wanted to chose. And all I picked up when I walked by them is that he wanted the Star Wars key. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know which Star Wars, but he just, he just wanted the Star Wars key And I kept walking And I, I went to get the fucking fixture that I needed to get And then as I was walking to the front, I heard their conversation again And I'm not entirely sure what precipitated this But he was giving her the entire in-depth background Behind the Skywalker lineage And how Kylo Ren was trying to end the Skywalker lineage But he was a Skywalker So that's what created the real drama of Star Wars And she's looking at him, but she's not really there she's fucking just my she's like you know what? i'm just gonna let him fucking talk himself out and then when he's silent for more than five seconds i'll click back on and i'll be like oh that's interesting and then i'll buy him, i'll buy him whatever fucking key he wants So kind of like what our <laughs> wives do
1: when we talk about watches i that's why i try not to talk about watches uh, I, I also try not to talk about watches i try <laughs> I not to
0: you know what i mean like like you know so i try in, not to put her through that <laughs> <laughs> just I was just laughing I was in the car and I was dying I'm like damn it that's great so well, good Kind of funny that we both
1: picked uh the same we're pretty much the same watch for um well
0: because I yeah well I put myself in the position of okay if I was in space what would I really want like the obvious choice is okay so the obvious choice is the speedmaster the cheeky choice is like the timex Snoopy like space watch they did recently they have like a weekender with like a space snoopy on it that's like the cheeky choice but i'm just like i'm like what if i was actually like what if my life went right and i became a fucking astronaut like what watch (laughs) would i actually want to have in fucking space and um and i remember we talked about the x33 a long time ago and i'm like what the fuck was that watch called and i was googling and i was trying to find it and then i saw this new one that came out in fucking i guess uh earlier this year a couple months back i think this thing came out Skywalker. Skywalker. You know what I mean? You want this, don't you? So, um and then I'm like, "Oh, this is a great pick." And then yeah. And then when we, when we were talking in the pre-discussion, I'm like, I'm like, "Did you choose an Omega for your first base choice but not the Speedmaster?" And you're like, "Yes." I'm like, "Fuck, I think we chose too
1: so much." <laughs> to be to be fair, we might still be both wrong. I think they I I think they still brand it as a Speedmaster. Um, it,
0: they, do, they, they do. They do. They do. So it is a Speedmaster, but it's not like it's z- You know what I mean? It's not like the mechanical Speedmaster. Gotcha. gotcha. With the fucking hippogriff on the back of or whatever. You know.
1: So what's the next uh, category?
0: The next category. Shout out again to GMT Chrono Dive um, Air, the ideal air uh, watch. Again, we need to contextualize this. I'm assuming that means like if I'm flying a plane. Yeah, falling from a plane, plummeting towards the earth. What would I prefer to have on my wrist?
1: Yeah, I I think. Yeah, I I think these choices could accommodate the environment that we're we're trying to tie them to, or it could also they could also account for this the type of theme that you're trying to integrate in your collection.
0: Um, Yes,
1: yes. So, um, I picked a watch that I've been talking about a lot lately, and I've been bringing up in this kind of. Genre or space, and I'm becoming more attracted to it because of how different it is. Okay. Um, so it's the Zin five five six I. Oh.
0: And this is it, funny, Zin.
1: Yeah, five five six I, and um, I. you know, for like barely over a grand, um, it's it's got the whole Mark eleven vibe. Yeah. Um. It doesn't look, you know, it doesn't look like those World War II tools of destruction, um, you know, that, that some, some brands continue to market. Yeah. Um <laughs> And I, I, just think. So I, one,
0: I, 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 want to leave as many names out as I can. But someone was telling me they were speaking recently to um, a brand rep that does um, that does like German, like like type watches, and yeah. the rep was telling this person like, oh, and like a really big like like feather in our cap, you like like a really big like thing about our history is that you know we made we made watches for you know the German Air Force in World War II, and like guy was just like, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if you, I, don't know, actually, I wouldn't tell people that. Right? <laughs> it's, I'd keep that shit to yourself. Self, that's why. That's I'm leaving off as many names as I can as possible. If you, right. if you know the story, you know who you are. But like when he told me that, I'm just like I'm like holy God! I would not tell anyone. I would tell no one that story.
1: Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> actually was that brand rep. There are actually some Panerai. That reminds me, there are some Panerai watches like on the dial, and the watches themselves are are, are beautiful. But I noticed that some of the the special editions on the dial, mm-hmm. they actually put. Uh, it might be an image of just the torpedo itself, or like a, a guy like guiding the torpedo. But basically, those like hand guided underwater torpedoes that like the frogmen would use. The to...
0: is, yeah.
1: <laughs> Again, like, that's, that's that's like it's very specific who used that in in that in that time of history.
0: Oh, these are these are friendship missiles. They're they're thrusting forward. <laughs> they're called a the friendship. They're friendship missiles. I mean, they're, I th- they're, 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 love sticks. All right.
1: <laughs> history, history is ugly. <laughs> but, um, anyway, the, the Zinn, um, the, the reason I like this so much is it, it takes so many of those, um, design points that we love yeah. in those other watches. You know, I, I do think a big pilot is still like a great looking watch, uh, Laco, Archimede, they all do that, that one thing like really, really well. But this this Zin five five six, it's on the it's not as cheap as something from Archimede. It's like ten eighty, a thousand eighty if you get it on the strap. But man, on that strap, like this you could wear this with, you know, um like a button-down long sleeve. Um, you can put That'd it on video. Yeah. They also sell a bracelet for it. This is like not only is this um like a really good <clears throat> aviation inspired watch it's it's also really really good one watch um, contender
0: absolutely uh, and you can people... almost you can
1: squeeze some of the explorer vibes out of it too they, they sell a version with um they sell a version with a a dial that has the 12 3 6 and 9 so yeah
0: good choice yeah this I... is, a, this, is a, this is a solid one the thing is i lot a lot of people who i know have this watch feel exactly the way you just described it's like yeah it's very close to just being the one watch just because of the type of lifts that it does. But it does them in a way where it's not like, this is my one watch for everything because it has like a billion different functions. Like, God, it's just it's just a fucking watch. It's clearly inspired by like, by like, by like, like, ish history. But at the same time, it's just wearable. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: And Zinn uses that platform, um, like that case in a lot of, other watches mm-hmm. like they have they have a version called the 856 utc like with an internal ring and a gmt list so that one you can argue is even more piloty yeah but um if i have the x33 i already have a watch that can handle
0: that that sort of stuff so
1: true that true i'd, I'd that. go i'd go for this uh this little
0: zin that's a good choice is it mike is it, is it my turn this is actually pretty interesting yeah What's we up? both we both chose a german watch okay so my choice for Air, I wanted to choose something that was a little out of the box. I wanted to choose something that was completely on the opposite spectrum of the X33, which has all this functionality built into it, but very much in like uh, like a digital sense. It has like an LCD screen and all this stuff like that. Um, I wanted something that had interesting mechanical watch um, lift, but I wanted something that had a bit of a nod to kind of fleeger history as well, like you were just mentioning. Mm-hmm. This is a very expensive watch, and we don't <laughs> talk about this brand. I'm just, I'm just gonna say that now. Okay. Um, don't talk about this, uh, this brand a lot. But every time we bring it up, I think you and I both kind of get like cheek flushed and swoony. Um, it's a Damascus, um, and specifically, it's the uh, Damasco DC eighty six green because I like green. It's not the, it's not the 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 central chronograph, but it's the central chronograph with. Uh, the added functionality, so the hour counter, uh, the 24 hour counter, and running seconds. Oh, look at this. Wow. And I also chose this watch because that other central second, uh, central chronograph, uh, uh, Damasco, doesn't have a 12 hour bezel. This one does.
1: You're right, that is not a cheap watch.
0: That's not a cheap watch. Uh, it's 3,500 <laughs> euro, including VAT. So VAT is like what 15 percent? they or probably something?
1: they probably make a version with a mission timer bezel too
0: what's that so like it's i it's think like, i think you're confusing a, me for a real watch collector michael i have no idea what what a, what a mission timer bezel is.
1: so it's like an elapsed time like a dive bezel but backwards oh yeah maybe i don't know so you're counting uh down instead of counting up
0: oh cool yeah possibly I- i'm not sure but i i've i've always loved damasco i think the technology and just the level of detail that goes into some of the functionality aspects like you wouldn't know from looking at this watch like the level of effort that went into developing just the central chronograph like 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 seconds that's going on in here you know what i mean um it's huge i think it took them like years to develop it in addition to that the the special manufacturing processes they go through with their with their cases all of that stuff is crazy but if you look at it it still has a classic sort of aviation uh vibe to it oh, you know a,
1: that's another that's another great brand that's yeah, that's a,
0: yeah dude. a fine a
1: fine choice
0: yeah so for me in oh. terms of like an air watch i love this one um yeah so it's got the central minute counter for the chronographs uh, so 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 if you if you're not familiar with this watch google dc86 damasco uh green red or yellow i chose green because i like i fucking like green Basically, the chronograph minute counter is like a, a hand in the center, central chronograph minute. It can count 60 minutes in all, but on this model specifically, at the six o'clock subdial, that's counting your hours. And then the three o'clock subdial is your 24-hour, you know, I guess military time scale. And then the other one at nine o'clock is running seconds. And then obviously you have the um, GMT bezel uh, as well. So for something. That's uh, just some, just something fresh in terms of like an aviation watch that w- that I would really enjoy wearing. This for me is uh, is a pretty solid choice. I'm glad you like it too. I was nervous. I thought Michael's gonna be like Michael would be like fucking nerd. This <laughs> is stupid. You should choose the Nighthawk nerd. It's like oh. <laughs> I think the Nighthawk is probably like the like the like the quick like on a budget aviation watch choice. Or your Seiko, your Seiko. Um, uh, what is it? Not the Flightmaster. Is Flightmaster? Yeah,
1: Flightmaster. Flight yeah.
0: yeah that's another great choice but this one for me like it felt like a really good sweet and sour combination to the digital forwardness of the x33 and then like boom like something like this
1: I almost picked I almost picked the Nighthawk but I figured that after 153 episodes (laughs) people are probably pretty sick of You're you're very
0: tired of hearing us talk about
1: (laughs) About the Nighthawk so. Wow Mike what a surprise (laughs) unsubscribe.
0: Unsubscribe Two-star review. <laughs> Pedantic amateur podcast. Well, yeah. Why, why
1: haven't they bought all the watches that they've talked about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff. Good choice. Good I'm, stuff. I'm, I'm actually very proud of the, the choices that we have. Yeah. Let's them? do this. So, actually, so. Looking, looking at some Damascus, though. So Damasco also like takes on um, a similar design that you see with the Zin 556. I think they call mm-hmm. it the DH3 uh, or something like that. I would argue that the the Damasco is a little more symmetrical than the Zen
0: um, yeah i mean they they they've over engineered the inside and the outside just to the point where it's in my opinion pretty goddamn elegant
1: you know what I mean and that one is nine sixty three uh, sorry the d s thirty that's that's the one I'm looking at nine sixty
0: three like nine hundred sixty three yeah hot pe- dog wow pace pe- pesos pesos is it pesos so Pre- cheaper
1: cheaper than the zen on on the bright on the strap
0: oh so two two german brands for air um next up it's we have land and then water my next two picks for land and water um i don't know if you'll agree with them but uh but let's let's go to land what did you choose for your land's choice and how the fuck did you contextualize <laughs> did you contextualize land like what does that mean what is a what is a land watch
1: so I'll probably be corrected by like some, some of our valuable Seiko historians. Um, it's a Seiko, and it's okay. this one's been top of mind for me lately, and it's just the the alpinist, the green alpinist. And the okay, way, that's the way, solid. The way yeah. I was able to contextualize it, you know, uh, involves I guess the history and the intent of the design. So I think the intent behind that design was to create something for. Um, I guess like gentlemen
0: mountaineers like, like um, mountain, like mountain hiking. That was my, that was, that was my impression.
1: Yeah. So if that's, that's the way I, I looked at it, a lot of people would say, Oh, that's just a field watch. But if, if we think of that, um, that kind of genre field watches themselves were actually kind of like, um, like throw, it was like throwaway gear. Like hmm. if, if you think of the old, like marathons, like the, time only marathons that like dudes got in vietnam that was just like they were not meant to be serviced they were just like i don't know um not really meant to survive everything yeah. that was thrown at it i i think the um i think something like the alpinist with the functionality of the compass um you know and the screw down crowns and things like that that is uh that's almost taking the field watch um, intent and like making it super robust and very durable. Like that's yeah. what I've, that's what I love about the green. It's, it's tough to like sell yourself on that Alpinist because it's so functional and so feature rich, but at the same time it's fucking green, <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is why I think people went nuts over the, the blue one. But um, you know, looking back at it now, I, I think it's, it's very charming uh and when i think of land green hiking all that kind of stuff it it kind of brings in a lot of the aesthetic and a lot of the feature set that i'm looking for yeah um and i would make for a a cool land watch
0: that's a good one that's a good choice i'm just writing down our our checks our our choices also and you should
1: you should buy one now because uh there's Come gonna on. be a different different version coming out soon. Oh, that's
0: right! They're coming out with the fucking prospects uh, prospects one with the uh, yep. X X logo on the dial.
1: Yeah, I, I know some guys are hoarding the no prospects uh, X versions of everything now, and I don't know.
0: This so is the next big thing. Maybe it's the
1: next big thing. <laughs> I'm
0: telling you, man. Uh, that's a good one though. That a good choice. So my is it my turn yeah yeah i'm a bit unsure of my choice so okay here's how i contextualize it
1: i feel um, like i cheated so like... how'd you cheat I don't know, it, that i i think the op- that openness is like a slam dunk if you're thinking about land it, it, this is a hard one this is a hard one
0: i'm gonna send you this i'm gonna slack this i'm gonna jump on slack. the t w s slack share this what What is slack is it email is it (laughs) chat? did you watch that episode recently yeah all right here so i so for my land choice i'm going to say the watch then i'm going to explain why i chose i chose an ecodrive satellite wave um specifically the model i guess it's discontinued now which i don't fucking understand it's the satellite wave f900 uh i chose this watch because uh, for a couple reasons, obviously the satellite wave technology, it's eco eco drive uh, satellite wave technology, like citizen, citizen satellite technology. It's probably some of the like one of the, one of your more affordable options mm-hmm. for like a GPS sort of driven watch. You know, Seiko astronauts are expensive, um, and everything like that, and uh, whatever the fuck the one Casio does is called. think it's pretty expensive and so i always just like eco drives but this model specifically i chose um because uh, it's titanium and because it's a perpetual calendar so it's world time um titanium perpetual calendar and alarm and the reason i chose this watch is i chose it because like okay what if i was on a hike for some fucking reason i'm on a hike one day and i get lost and i'm lost (laughs) in the woods
1: does the do the hands turn into a compass
0: they, I, I, well, they might. I don't think they do, but for some reason, I feel like I would become like, like I, I, would be on the threshold, the precipice, of turning feral. But this watch, uh, would help, help me understand, you know, uh, what day of the week it was. I could always, you know, I could keep, I could make sure my my, my I could make sure my watch was accurate to atomic time, um, you know what I mean. And then uh, also, there's the alarm functionality. So it's just, I don't know, for some reason. This watch to me, I, I spent so long trying to find an EcoDrive titanium that had like a field watch vibe. Yeah, I can't. this It just doesn't exist, Citizen. If if someone does know of one existing, let me know, Citizen. You need to make an EcoDrive satellite wave field watch. All right.
1: I think they got one, but I don't think it's satellite wave. I think it's just EcoDrive.
0: Um. Yeah, well, yeah, no, they have play. Yeah, the the the, the Citizen. Uh, tough. Whatever the fuck it's called, something like uh, that. Yeah, EcoDrive Tough. That thing is awesome. Yeah, but I need something that's going to be a perpetual calendar, so I don't lose track of everything. That has an alarm functionality. Yeah. Blah blah blah. All this stuff. Um, and I, I've all, I, I just like EcoDrive. I think this is the second time I've chosen an EcoDrive Satellite Wave, for like, I think I think the one of the first times I I brought this I, I brought EcoDrive Satellite Wave up was during um, Apocalypse episodes.
1: They make um. Gosh, I think they call it. Oh, what is it? I think it's like Sky Master or something. Gosh, I can't keep up with this stuff. They make one that's like meant for like climbing mountains, uh, and it, it's the one with the built-in um, altimeter. Oh, oh, it's not really. It's not really. Um, Let's see, altimeter, alticron, alticron. That's the one. I don't think that's satellite wave though. Now that I look it's, at
0: it, it's not. But I mean, do I really need satellite wave, Michael? No, I mean, it,
1: if you're lost on a hike, by the way, um, there's some other things that you got to start
0: worrying about real quick. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're 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 more of a hiker than I, I am. What would I need to worry about if it's I was kind lost?
1: of getting lost? Is kind of a problem. <laughs>
0: Okay, so more, let's say... More than
1: people think. <laughs>
0: let's say I was on a hike and everyone said, hey, Kaz, stay on the path, stay on the path. Like, of course I'm going to stay on the path. But let's say I was on the hike and I'm, I'm by myself and I have my camera and I see, like, a beautiful, like, like, like mama deer and baby deer. And I'm like, oh, I want to get a great picture of this mama deer and this baby deer. I'll just take a few steps off the path. But a few steps turns into a few more and a few more because I'm just stuck on trying to get the photo of this mama deer and baby deer. Eventually, I get the photo and I turn around and I realize I don't know how to get back to where I came from, which is super easy to do in a fucking forest. What's the first thing I do in the situation? Yell? Do I yell? <laughs> you can start yelling. Right? You, re- ah. you,
1: you really should. So we, we have some uh, trails here where you like, before you start the trail, you like write your names down and leave information and phone numbers. Um, you know, and like when you think that you're going to be back, so you actually should be telling people, like, hey, I'm starting. You should tell people that you know before you start. Hey, I'm starting this hike at this time, and I'll call you when I'm done. Okay. So that is a precaution that you should have taken um, at that point. If you so I taken was dead
0: before pre- I even left the car in the parking lot. I was I was doomed from the start. Yeah,
1: I mean, that, that could have been a decision, a very easy decision to make that would help you uh, if you were to be lost in a search-and-rescue situation were to um, unravel. So right. There, there are little things you can do not much you can do there um but uh that reminds me i, I watched the blair witch project uh like recently Oof. and that's like um that's a movie that's okay at being <clears throat> scary right but it's really really good at portraying like the desperation and like sheer horror that you feel at like just not knowing where you are in the world. right like it's oh man anyway well, the the alpinist or this EcoDrive will not save you in that situation. <laughs> but they look cool.
0: They look cool. At <laughs> least your corpse will look fantastic when they find it, <laughs> clutching DB Cooper's suitcase of uh, fucking wilted money. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, uh, but yeah, so I'll say I'll say Citizen EcoDrive Satellite Wave or this uh, Citizen ProMaster Alticron. I'll I'll cheat and, and give and give two two options for mine. This Alticron looks like badass, man yeah dude i mean worst comes to worst if they can't find me boots in the ground in the woods at least they can see my fucking watch from space because it looks fucking gigantic you know what i mean this thing is kind of cool yeah dude this one's got got a
1: compass so this one might help you out which one the alticron or whatever alticron yeah so you should in that situation start using your compass yeah i'll i'll
0: i'll I'll change my (laughs) choice i'll say this one promaster alticron alticron Wine wine burps yeah so cool land choices you chose the um, alpinist I pivoted away from Seiko. Seco oh, there it is uh, citizen eco drive satellite wave to this pro master uh, citizen promaster uh, Alticron what about water water for me was
1: I just want to point something out difficult. before we, before we there's a website called hellsberg.com and they sell citizen watches. So okay. if, you, if you're on the product page and you click on, like, any photo, it opens up this little, like, window where you get stock photos of, like, somebody's arm or, like, a, a dude in, like, a suit, like, a businessman.
0: It's, like, badly photoshopped.
1: And, like, <laughs> I guess the watch will, like, auto-populate onto this guy's wrist. And it just looks so <laughs> bad on this, like like, stock photo of a business dude.
0: I've seen stuff like that. That's pretty ridiculous.
1: Uh, okay, yeah. Let's let's move over to water. And water
0: for me was tricky because I feel like in all of orology and all of the watch fans like, like, like neck beardness, dive watches is probably the most um, volatile space to step into because most watches that exist are dive watches. Yeah, you know. Um, so I took a particular approach to this. But I'm curious, hold on my cat's here. My love, what's up? Come on. Uh curious what you chose, because I, I'll explain what happened to me during during my my process, but you you tell me what you chose and then I'll I'll tell you my story.
1: Yeah, I mean when you when you start thinking about like the way watches were built, um very early on, like the hallmark of a of a well built Durable wristwatch Was that it was either Waterproof or water resistant Dustproof and, Yeah and, and breakthroughs like that Were like Not really made Until we saw the Oyster case Yeah um, You know And uh, And by that time Zodiac Blancpain uh, And Rolex Were just like Duking it out
0: 100% So that's kind of It's pronounced Rolay Rolay Sorry <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I mean, yeah, I, 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 so I, I, at, at that point, you know, that makes sense. So I, I, I apologize. I, I I, I, you you,
1: I, I just pictured us like finally, like, what, it, like finally making it. Like we made it. And we're like interviewing somebody, um, just like from Rolex, actually, like on camera or something, like a reporter right <laughs> like you're you're in full reporter mode but like every time you say rolex you say role in front of this person just
0: like non-ironically <laughs> so tell me over the years what kind of innovations has role tried to make to stay relevant within the watch community i wonder if they'll <laughs> correct me i don't know if like uh it's pronounced or if you would just roll with it they'll, they'll try but you just gotta keep going he would probably correct me by saying it by saying it right He's like well here at Rolex we try and do oh it's interesting I mean you know I've always had it in mind that Role was something legacy based but it really seems like they're still at the forefront of technology I would I would fight him I would I would have the most civil of verbal fight with him <laughs> <laughs> It's humanly possible Herman oh, Sherbert sure, would be out in full fucking form all right. <laughs> My NPR name, if you're not familiar, is Herman Church. Herman,
1: Sher, Herman Sherbert. Herman Sherbert. Well, I, you know, <laughs> I well, thinking about those brands and and how they, they occupied so much of that, yeah, early dive watch history space, um, you know, I kind of I gravitate toward um, like a brand that took a totally different spin on it, and I think since, um ever since solidifying their spot in the dive watch world, um, Mm. they've done what they, what they do just like perfectly. And this is kind of, this is the one time that I think people will be like, Oh, all right, Mike, come on. But I'm, I'm, I picked Doxa. Um, Okay. That's totally (laughs) fair. You know, I just think, I think it's, it's a a dive watch, like no other. Yeah. Um, Like you can have, you can have a, like a bucket of dive watches and, like 80 percent of those will look totally the same and then the Doxa will just look totally different. Um, Agreed. So I think I think it's a it's a dive watch, water sport watch kind of thing um with a twist and that's I don't know that's been Doxa for for a while and that's part of the allure of having one. Um I chose not the one that I own. Um I picked one that they're kind of pushing now and it's okay. the- it's the sub three hundred T. It's, like, these
0: it's kinda like it's kind of like
1: it's kind of like their new flagship model. It's it's like mine, but without the tiny dial. So I, I tried to choose something that was uh, okay, cool, maybe a little more universal for folks. Just yeah, um, more straightforward. Yeah, and they and they're doing this in all their all their traditional colors. So the yellow diving star, the dark blue Caribbean professional Sea Ramblers Hunter, and they got this um, turquoise all that they do. So I actually and, and I haven't been on the Doxa site um, until today for a while.
0: Okay.
1: I'm noticing that the the sub twelve hundred T is sold out. Um, Which don't know one was it, that? That's like.
0: Was that the Cartograph?
1: No, that's that's the one that they used to push um, like as their flagship. Okay. Um, before the most recent purchase. So I don't know if they actually sold out or if they just stopped making these and are trying to push the sub-300T now. But anyways, um, this the, the sub-300T, again, comes in a ton of different colors. It doesn't have the tiny crystal that you get with the sub-300 reissues. Okay. So I think it's a, <clears throat> me. It's a, a little easier to love. Uh, a lot of folks have an, have an issue with that small dial and the bubble crystal. Um.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I I, I think that's super logical. Can I? Uh, so as as um, make sure I sure I wrote down. Uh, I'm just trying to write, write down choices. Doxa Sub. What was it? Two hundred? Three hundred T? Three hundred T. Yeah. Oh
1: the two hundred I think is the chronograph. Yeah, the two hundred T. I wonder if those have sold out. Let's take a look. That thing for five thousand dollars. You can still get one. They're not sold out.
0: <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Scramble to your local Walgreens and pick up your Daxa sub T graph, sub two hundred T graph. Sorry. Um, So my so my so trying to think of the idea of the uh, the notion of the ideal, uh, you know, water quote unquote dive watch, um, was just was just fucking fraught with just like all these like like overwhelming decision paralysis moments. And then like I started thinking about it, and to me the ideal dive watch is not something. That i can strap on specifically for the purposes of diving in a really weird way for me the ideal dive watch is a watch that i can wear that i can obviously dive with but that i can also usually just use as my everyday you know yeah. watch you know what i mean i couldn't really ro- i mean i guess i could i technically could but i couldn't i feel weird rocking the x33 as my everyday watch or the damasco uh dc86 yeah. as my everyday watch or that even that equal drive as my everyday watch there's just something about it which just um yeah, you got some big watches there those are those are pretty big watches. <laughs> and this, this, this this next choice is no bigger but I mean it's the watch that I own and so I know I know it works for me um, and so I started thinking about it like I need a dive watch that that's a proper dive watch Sean Connery made it cool to wear a dive watch while not diving as far as I'm concerned you know what I mean and oh, yeah. so I, 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 the choice I made was the only logical choice that I could make because it's the only watch I have actual experience getting in the water and also wearing every day. And, um, for me, my ideal water watch was my Seiko Sumo, you know, Yep. I don't, I, I'm sure many people don't agree with me, but it's just like this weird realization that I had because I haven't really felt the need for a quote unquote dive watch after I got the Sumo for the dive watch purpose there or like for like you know like like the sports watch purchase there are the sports watches that I have seen and I think I've probably gotten that I got that happened to be sports slash dive watches but I got them because I liked the color or I liked some sort of X factor you know in the my go to watch if I'm going to do something where I might be going in the water or it might be uh, you know or it might fall down or it might get scratched or whatever it's it's I always grab the Seiko Sumo every time I go on like a fucking cruise. I grab the Seiko Sumo, you know.
1: If um, are we the only ones that love the fact that those are twenty
0: millimeter lugs? We are. <laughs> that, that, every every time every time I talk about this watch, people are like, yeah, it's cool. But the twenty millimeter lugs, I'm like, I'm like, so like it, it's a cool looking watch. Like I I like the twenty millimeter lugs because the thing is, twenty millimeter lugs make it not feel like a forty five millimeter case. Yeah. Exactly. If it had if it had 20 millimeter lugs on there, it would be a fucking huge watch. Like you're wearing
1: a steel cuff. Like <laughs> right?
0: I don't know. I'm telling you, man. I'm a benevolent god. I can't do this. I can do a lot of voices, I can't do the Zerti's voice. I need to like uh, yeah. I, I, I I need to like suck helium. No, it's not helium. What's the other gas that makes your voice deep?
1: Uh, it's been a while since I've sucked on gases. I know.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> so comment. But um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was my choice. My thought about it, I'm just like, I can't think of an ideal water watch that's something like like crazy or something super specialized because I can't get the idea out of my head that my Seiko Sumo, at least for me, it, that's my ideal water watch, you know yeah. I can wear it whenever I want. Um, obviously I can get it I've taken I've worn it in the ocean. Um, I've never dove diving dived with it. Maybe I'm snorkeling not like, or anything like I've that. S- I've snorkelled with it. I've snorkelled with it, you know, and yeah, like you're, I've, you're I've, basically James Bond. I'm basically I'm James Bond, guys. <laughs> you heard it here. Her Majesty's on her. What's, what's the what's the name of the what's the name of the movie
1: on Her Majesty's Secret Service.
0: On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Yeah. Which James Bond would I be? Would I be uh, Roger Moore, the guy that got one movie? And nobody remembers the guy from Australia. Uh, that was the one where James Bond got married. What was that guy's name? Yeah, uh... I'm, I'm looking it up. This is happening. <laughs>
1: I actually think it was was it on Her Majesty's Secret Service? George Lazenby on Her Majesty's Secret Service. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. People screaming at us through their radios. You goddamn
0: two book watch knobs. Why do I listen to these goddamn assholes? That's like that's like Gary week.
1: Gary Sharon, the third Van Halen singer. That one, that is like
0: <laughs> people right out of history. <laughs> Man, that's great. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so that was my that was my 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 um, ideal water watch uh, choice. I I love it. You know. I think it's great. So going down the line, again, huge shout out to GMT ChronoDive for um, that great question. And I think as Michael and I just demonstrated, that was not a question we could just answer offhandedly during the Q&A. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, we we, 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 were, we were super happy to turn it into episode 153, uh, the ideal for watch collection for space, air, land, and water. Uh, just recapping from the top, our choices, both Michael and I serendipitously chose the Omega Speedmaster x 33 First gen, none of this Skywalker. Like, I just, I'm not calling that watch the Skywalker, even though I can only, I, I keep calling it Skywalker. But like in casual conversation, I'm just going to call it the new X33. Yeah. Is that, is that fair? Yeah. Yeah. For air, uh, Michael chose the Zen 5561, and I chose the Damasco DC 86 Green. I like green. Sorry, guys. Um, land, the choices were pretty interesting. I initially chose the EcoDrive Satellite Wave, but then pivoted to the ProMaster Alticron, um, and Michael very, very prudently and very wisely chose the Seiko, um, uh, Seiko Alpinist, uh, go and pick yours up now, if you haven't already, <laughs> Yeah. because you'll be thanking yourself later, uh, and then for water, um, Michael chose the super cool Doxa Sub-300T, um, and then I chose this, uh, I, I chose my Seiko Sumo, you know, um, uh, I could have chosen something, a bit, I guess with a bit more flex, but for me that was just, that was perfect. You know,
1: yeah, the sumo is uh, becoming more and more attractive to me
0: lately. Just to clarify, my sumo, not the new sumos, guys. I think the new sumo. I don't know. I I know the green one's cool, and I think you want to get one of the new sumos you were talking about, or you were just about to talk about. But it's too much money.
1: I just love how green it is.
0: It's is quite green.
1: <laughs> I I think the prices will go down.
0: Keep an eye out. I think the price. I, is I, I imagine. I imagine they will, dude. I mean, we saw some of those Seiko fives, those new Seiko fives, on fucking Macy's last week for what, like a hundred and sixty bucks, when yeah. their MSRP is like I think in the three hundreds. I mean, well,
1: now's the time for like sales and shit. Like maybe like a New Year's sale. Who knows? I I,
0: I don't know. Are those new Seikos out?
1: They're out, but it's like kind of like really limited where you can find them. I've only really seen them on Seiya. Uh, i think long island might have had a couple i think hodinky sells them um yeah i don't know it's easy you still gotta gotta wait and watch i mean when when the the new turtles came out the very first time like they were super pricey and people were paying what they had to pay to get them
0: so yeah i think be patient yeah i think i think i think a a good price will uh will pop up eventually yeah where the fuck are these i'm trying to i try to what's the reference number on these new sumo's uh it is the ch- ch- ch-
1: sbdc 081 it's pretty snazzy i i like it because the last time the last time they did a green sumo it looked really good but it had these like weird like highlighter yellow accents yeah i um,
0: know yeah, i know what you're, know what you're uh, talking about the SZC zero zero four it's like a it's a very kind of Almost like a turquoise, almost, almost, almost like a gem green. Yeah. Um, with that yellow uh, second hands. I know. I, I I think we actually saw it when we were in Hong Kong. We saw it at that watch Out's place. Remember yeah. that guy?
1: Yep, that's where we saw it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was tempted because I, I like that green and. Yeah. I didn't get it because I didn't. I realized I'm like, oh, I don't hate the yellow, but I don't mind it. And I'm yeah. and, I, and later I thought about it. I'm like, I shouldn't spend seven hundred dollars if there's an aspect of it I don't mind. I said 100 bucks, I should love every aspect of it. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Um, Yeah, I'm looking at this thing now. This new Sumo. Uh, Wow, they say the lug-to-lug is 52.6 millimeters. Jesus. It doesn't feel like it, guys. Yeah. Don't let that lug-to-lug scare you. My Sumo works fucking perfectly for me. And my wrist size is under 7 inches. This is almost like an earthy green that they have it's pretty it's not, like, it, it's, not it's not like a crusty the crown green crust cr- fucking dyslexia crusty the crusty cr- cr- the clown green crusty the clown green there like we go. his hair his, his hair, hair. hair. <laughs> yeah hey, hey yeah <laughs> krasovsky man you know <laughs> say japan yeah No one no, on has it for 780
1: i think that's i think that's what uh say is selling it for i ah, no. I'd have, to, I'd have to get rid of several Seikos. I, I can't. You, you,
0: you mentioned this offline to me. You're like, I think I'm going to sell all my Seikos and, and get the new Sumo. You serious? Would you actually do that? Even even the 009? I don't or know. Or the 175, whatever the fuck you want to call it? I don't
1: know. I'll, I'll probably change my mind tomorrow morning.
0: That's how it works, man. This thing is pretty cool. I, I, I'm, I'm happy to send you my Seiko for a bit if you want to spend time with at, at least a, a, a Sumo to see if you want one in your life every day.
1: Yeah, might be the first time I take you up on that swap. I'd have to send you something.
0: you think. What do you got? Uh, I don't know. We can figure something out. I mean, you don't have to.
1: We'll see. Maybe we you can know. turn it into content.
0: <laughs> turn it into content, man. Or we can just write about the history of the uh, Speedmaster and NASA. I don't think I don't think anyone's really done an in- in-depth write-up. Yeah, I think I think we should really pour our resources into that. <laughs> it's telling people the story that they don't know. <laughs> All right, about the Speedmaster in fucking space, man. <sighs> that's so cool. Yeah, huge shout out to GMT Chrono Dive. Uh, that's 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 a lot of fun. Air, air. Hold on, what the fuck was it? It was space, air, land, and oh my god, fucking air. Air just reminded me. <laughs> did i tell you when i was at disney animal kingdom um a few weeks ago now uh so there, i was at disney animal kingdom and i was walking through they have a couple of walking trails which are like walking sort of like you get to walk through like the habitats of these animals and one of my favorite areas over there they have zebra and they have these meerkats um meerkats are fucking hilarious yeah they're, they're like like there's always one that's like a lookout uh, i think i think timon from lion king was a meerkat yeah. Um, there's one that's always on lookout, and the other ones are always like digging for food and like tunneling. But the one that's on lookout is like, is terrified. He's he's ready for danger to come, <laughs> so he can like he's just constantly on edge. He's just drinking five energy shots to stay awake because the the hopes and dreams of his entire uh, I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know group of, of meerkat are called, but the whole, his whole group, his whole family of meerkat, though, are all riding on him. And I remember last time I was walking through, he looked terrified. I'm like I'm like, why is he doing that? This is fucking Disney, man. <laughs> you know is you know what I mean? He's not like he's not like on the plains of fucking like like this like Africa where I don't know, something will just wantonly walk by and kill it. And so I went to one of the the, the you know the, the animal like cast members that was there and I was just um the guy was hilarious. I mean I immediately I'm like I'm like I love this guy. He just looks super bored. Um and uh, and he just he just was just very laid back and so I started my question like, hey, I, I have a question, man um obviously the meerkats like aren't in any danger so why and he just cuts me off he just starts shaking his head and i'm like well he's like they're totally in danger they're not safe i'm like what he's like yeah man birds pick them up all the time and i was like oh my god of course of course That's so it's so bad he's like they're not safe man they're totally in
1: Makes you think of some some like Florida birds that you probably get over there that just are not meant to mix with meerkats. We have
0: a lot of birds of prey here, man. We have a lot of like falcons and shit.
1: <laughs> just from an from an evolutionary standpoint, meerkats probably aren't even equipped to to deal with birds of prey.
0: These birds are probably just like, this is the best day of our. The, the 1994, when Animal Kingdom opened up, it was the Golden Corral buffet for us birds of prey. All right? <laughs> you have any idea? Some of these animals can't even look up. All right? They don't know to look up. That's <laughs> uh, it's too good. <laughs> <laughs> I was horrified. I just looked at Becky and I'm like, I didn't know. And she's like, Yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, what do you mean it makes sense? You didn't tell me. I made an ass of myself in front of that nice cast member. By
1: the way, Billy, even, Billy Eichner makes a great meerkat. If you haven't seen The New Lion King yet. So, I have not. Yeah, he makes a great meerkat. Great to moan. That's
0: great. But yeah, so I wanted to... want <laughs> wanted to shit, they're, they're totally in danger. They're not safe. So then, <laughs> then the fear on those, on those meerkats, I'm like, I get it, guys. You stay vigilant, all right? Against a threat you cannot understand. <laughs> so wait, Jeff was there one minute. And he was gone the next minute, and you didn't see anyone running away. No, no, dog. He's just gone. He's just gone. That's weird, man. Oh man. But here, let's uh, let's do this. Uh, huge shout out again, GMT Chrono die Thank you so much. I do also want to want to uh, emphasize this because I don't think I've made this point in a while. We totally love hearing topics for episode ideas from you guys. I mean, Michael and I have no shortage of things we can talk about, but every now and then we know. Um, a topic comes up into someone's mind and they were like, hey, you know, I wonder if the two broke watch novels will talk about it. Chances are usually yes, uh, we will. We love we love just hearing about what you guys want us to talk about. So if you have an idea for an episode, you know, you can DM us on Instagram or you can email us uh, at tbws.contact@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Again, tbws.contact@gmail.com. Uh, at gmail.com. Um, you know, love hearing anyone's idea. You know, we've had some pretty good ideas in the past just from like, you know, stuff that people have, have submitted to us. So just wanted to do that call out because I don't think it's, I don't think I've said it in a while. In addition to that, um, let us know your thoughts on our choices for the ideal four watch collection that covers space, air, fucking land, and uh, and water. And then let us know what your choices would be in that same instance. I, I obviously made the Conscious decision of choosing uh, expensive watches. I I had the thought process of like, oh, I can choose one expensive watch and then one like under two hundred dollar watch. But I'm like, ah, you know what? That'll convolute the message. Blah blah blah. Uh, my my main focus in this was just um, maybe shedding light on some models and features that people may not have been uh, aware of <laughs> that fit these these parameters. But if you have ideas and they're you know under two hundred bucks, under five hundred bucks, whatever it is that kind of fit the whole TBWS mold. Um, definitely share uh, you know share your opinions you can do it on the website 2 where the episode you know for this graphic is going to go up or you can do it in the in the comments on our actual like Instagram um, you know show posts and everything like that man Instagram what a what a crapshoot lately with the Instagram gods right dude
1: (sighs) maybe that's another episode
0: another fucking (laughs) episode just us crying for an hour and a half right Telling you, man. But here, uh, let's do this. Is that a sad time? Is there anything else? I think we can. I think we can wrap it up. And, uh... I think we're good. I think this was, this was a lot of fun. I'm really excited to hear people's thoughts on our um, on our choices. So uh, here, you. It's that sad time. That sad sad time. You can uh, you can start to close us out, and then I'll I'll bring us home. Thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. This is Kaz. You have been listening to two Vlog Watch stuffs. Later.